and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 148, recording July 5th, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to talk about some new horde modes, uh, some new terms of service that seem to be awful. Uh, weirdly enough, greatest gaming disappointments came up, so we are going to toss that around a little bit. Of course, we've got some Loki spoiler talk and what we've been playing. Maybe flip that order, but still... To do that, I have with me, as always, Mr. Shannon Gaming Dad Moore. Dude, it's so good to get a solid weekend of gaming in. Not mm. only, uh, you know, video game related, uh, but also mobile game related. Because uh, yeah. we went out to do some uh, Pokemoning in the wild. Oh, yes. And that party did not stop until the kids had to go to bed. Yeah, that was that was a hardcore day of uh, community day shiny catching, which Shannon had all the luck. I had none. Um, it was pretty impressive, actually, how many goddamn tepics I caught <laughs> without getting a shiny. But, but you eventually got one. That's the important thing. Yeah, one, one. <laughs> so just for the lay person out there, when you catch a Pokemon, you get three Pokemon candy. With which you can later evolve or power up or whatever. I started the day with about 300 Tepig candies. I was at 700 and something <laughs> when I finally got a shiny. That's how yeah, many... but I mean, they were just making sure that you had all the juice that you needed to uh, make him a beefy boy. Oh, to, to, evol- to evolve mine and yours? And my kids and my wife's. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had everyone covered. Don't worry about it. <sighs> but also joining us, not just not just me and Shannon kvetching about Pokemon. <laughs> we have Mr. Justin Dark Poetry Carter. <laughs> oh, <yours>? hi. <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, It actually also like rained this past week, like randomly, like one or two days. So uh-huh. it was like ungodly humid, like. <laughs> The next day, like I went into the garage to get water, and it's like when I opened the door, I felt like I walked into a second door. <laughs> is it yeah, just that's... like a Keurig coffee machine, like opening up outside when you walk out there? Like, I mean, is the rain warm? Yeah, it's warm, and it like hits the ground, and then it's dry in exactly five minutes. <laughs> wow, after because the street's so fucking hot. So since you're both West Coast people, have either one of you like flown to Orlando in? summer because mm. i i have and that's the the same experience when you step out of that airport because you go from air-conditioned plane air-conditioned walkway you're in the terminal it's air-conditioned and then you step outside to like grab a taxi or something and yeah justin is right it hits you like a damn truck like you just like oh and you're sweating your, your clothes are soaked you've been outside 30 seconds it yeah it's yeah. the worst. Um, when I went to Oklahoma one time during the summer, 
that's exactly how it was. I went to get off the plane, and it's like that threshold of exiting the plane. Like, as soon as you crossed out of the plane, it was like, boom. And it's like, I my clothes instantly felt like three yeah. times heavier. And yeah. I'm like, dude, this is disgusting. You're like, why? Why did I choose to do this? This is the worst. Um, Yeah, weather. Man. Hey, we, we you know. Us as a species caught the uh, the ocean on fire, so that's that's great, <laughs> dude. It's so crazy when you see the footage; it looks like fucking Pacific Rim three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you see the um, the meme where they have like uh, Godzilla coming out of it by the saxophone? <laughs> like somebody made a, a gif of it. <laughs> I was like, yes, uh, yeah. That no, I'm here that, for this. That is some kaiju ass shit for for sure. Like it is, it is pretty crazy looking. Um, so everyone made it through the fourth. Everyone's got their fingers. No, no. It was yeah. close. It was close. <laughs> I was actually surprised this year because normally it's like, you know, they started at like fucking six until like 2 a.m. just lighting them off. And this year they started at like seven, which here it doesn't even really get dark until nine. Like right now. So I'm like, why are you lighting this shit off in the daylight? Like, okay. But then by like 11, they, everyone was done. And so I was like thoroughly surprised because last year it seemed like it went on for fucking ever. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, Fourth of July is for me is definitely one of those holidays. The older you get, the stupider it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I got I got pets. I got kids. Stop blowing shit up. Like, come on. Like, who cares? You know, but but I will fully admit when I was a teenager to my mid to early 20s. I love that shit. Hell yeah, give me some more fireworks. The more illegal, the better. <laughs> I will blow up hella things with that stuff. And it's just, I've gotten old, man. That's really but, what it is. But still, even in your youngest, I mean, there your most destructive phase, there was time when you were just like, probably shouldn't set this off at like 2 o'clock in the morning, right? I mean, like, people are sleeping. Like, <laughs> I mean, that never, I mean, I, I mean, wasn't, I was. I mean, did even the, in my 20s, I wasn't conscious at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. But. Did, did the thought cross my mind? Sure. <laughs> did it stop me from putting a lighter to that fuse? Not always. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Zach's, like, sitting there thinking about it. It's just a memory of him as a kid with a bat hitting cherry bombs out the car window. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> Speaking of shenanigans of Zach, uh, I'll tell you right now, Justin, this weekend when we met up on Saturday, uh, he was already planting the seed in his wife's head of when Justin comes out, we're buying magic cards, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is happening. And he was just like, he was sitting there looking at me for verification. And like, you know, it was like when your friend is there and you're asking your mom if you can sleep over at your friend's house and it puts <laughs> yeah. him in that awkward spot. <laughs> it was the same way. You could just see that look in her eye. Just like, us like we're going to get magic cards right now <laughs> we I, we it was on the precipice of us going right then and getting a box of cards like all it would have taken was a nod and we were out the door like but <laughs> i know but, i kind of feel i sandbagged your uh your your excuse to get us out of there because you were just like oh we could go pick up the pizza right now and i was like yeah. no we could just door dash it like right here like what and you were just uh, like bruh <laughs> Uh, actually, I, I hadn't put that one together, but you're right. If we were in the car driving that direction to pick up pizza, we probably would have pulled over and gotten some cards. That that probably would have happened. Some, but, yes, some is relative. Hey, well, the ones I'd cop to anyway. You know, but, <laughs> it'd be like hidden magic cards under the seat of your car, yeah, yeah, just like parceling them out like one day at a time. You're like, oh, I think Shannon left those in here. I'll, I'll give them back to him next time I see him. Yep, yep. 
Oh yeah, don't worry about it. Just don't look too hard in the back seat. Um, but yeah, uh, but it was a good hang with with Mr. Moore, and it was awesome watching our kids act like they hung together every day for their of their lives when they've only seen each other like three times in the past two years. But you know, it was pretty rad. Uh, awesome. And uh, yeah, good good times with the Pokemon. Justin, get on board. Grab grab. Get, reinstall that account, man. Come on. Pokemon Go. Let's do this. <laughs> like, re-log in. I'm, like, level 29. You guys are, like, four-time veteran gym leader. <laughs> yeah. We got, uh, we, we knocked out some five-star raids. We got some mega raids man, done. You you would not believe the amount of shade I got because oh, I jumped into the wrong raid. Oh. <laughs> I was like, does everyone still hate the, uh, the yellow team? Well, yeah, uh, we're we're blue. Shannon's red, so I'll say yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you hardly no, see them around here. But Justin, you'll you'll appreciate this story. So, uh, was it Deoxys was the five star raid this weekend, and uh, Shannon's girlfriend wanted to get one done because she needed it for some research. So we're like, oh, there's one by the house. So everyone use their remote pass, and there were two going on. One uh, one had a little more time than the other. Shannon jumped into the wrong raid, <laughs> oh but it, but that raid had people in it. Now we it had, had a lot of people in it. <laughs> a lot of people. Now we had six people in ours. Shannon chose to not leave the one he was in, even though he had like a minute and a half to vacate that raid and get into ours. He just. <laughs> He just very quietly let that clock tick down until it was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm in it now. I'm in the raid now. I can't. I'm in it. And uh, which meant he was not in ours. <laughs> and his girlfriend did not take kindly to that at all. Like, yeah. you, didn't leave it? you didn't join our raid. It was it was very awkward watching it play out in real time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, did these two fucking grass people are fighting over Deoxys in, like, the yeah, Chili's yeah. parking lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it I got was, a lot of cold uh, players, I'll say that much. It, it, was, it, was uh, around my, it was around my dining room table, but still, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Zach's like, I want to leave, but it's my own house. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go take a walk around the property for a little bit. I'm just going <laughs> to... Sand shrew run this way. Yeah. Oh, so, something in the front yard needs my attention. I'm gonna... Oh, that dinosaur is falling over your dinosaur. I need to need yeah. to change its pants. <laughs> yes, we have we have a giant T Rex in my front yard that we decorate. So uh, Shannon helped me uh, get its summer gear on. It's got swim trunks on, and sunglasses. It's it's a uh, large Hawaiian shirt showed up today, so it's rocking that now. Fuck got, yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good. On the plus side, Justin, my house is the easy to find. It's the one with the big dinosaur in the front yard. <laughs> yeah, you'll have no you'll have no problem tracking me down. Um, but speaking of uh, tracking, <laughs> why, segue, don't, I like it. why don't we shift over to something that's made the waves this last week? Uh, Audacity which is a platform that many people use, many podcasters use, ourselves included, for editing and, and recording and all that, uh, created quite a stir when on uh, July 2nd, which was what, Friday? Which yeah. Is a nice, which is a nice quiet 
Friday news release, by the way. Like, no one's going to notice Friday before a holiday weekend. We can just get this one out of there. <laughs> um, they updated their privacy policy, which essentially states that uh, with the new version that is getting released, when you agree to that privacy policy, you basically give them carte blanche to do with your information whatever they will, including, uh, quote, data necessary for law enforcement litigation and authorities' request, if any. It may share personal data with any competent law enforcement body, regulatory government agency, court, or third party where we believe disclosure is necessary, unquote. Um, so that's a bit alarming. That's kind of shocking that they're going to basically use your IP location and all your personal data uh, however they see fit. Now, companies selling your personal data is sadly very normal. That is, you want to know how Google and Facebook make all their money? Ding, ding, ding. That it's, that's it. It ain't, it ain't the, uh, it ain't the ads, which are annoying and plentiful. That ain't all their money. They sell the fuck out of your personal data. That is that is how they make their money. Um, so weird that Audacity's getting in that game. Most alarming though is the like, yeah, and we'll just give you up to the cops the second <laughs> anyone sniffs around. I don't even give a fuck. Just you hear you, you want you want every podcast this guy's filtered through our software. Here you go. Any phone calls on Skype that are happening, no problem. Here you go. Um, so on and so forth. So I find that pretty alarming. Uh, gentlemen, what are your thoughts? Um, uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm just going to throw this out to everybody out there in podcast land. If you got a new audio type of uh, format that, uh, you edit your podcast on, let me know because, uh, your boy is getting tired of audacity, <laughs> but, um, it, it's, a, that's alarming, dude. Like, I mean, I, I, I kind of see it on both sides. If you're not doing anything wrong, um, then there's nothing to be worried about. But, you know, the lines of free speech are getting so blurred nowadays that, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's becoming worrisome. Uh, Justin, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I'm honestly wondering how long that's going to stick around because I feel like the backlash over the weekend over it has been so hard that I feel like sometime next week I could see them doing like a press release, like maybe not retracting everything, but changing those terms of policy or whatever after all the negative feedback and attention they've gotten. But if well, you know that's coming down the pipeline, like, or that's something that they, they're toying with and like, you know, there, there was just enough negative PR, like they, somebody like, you know, caught it right now. Um, like, would I mean, like, would you still want to be on their their format? Like, would you still want to use their product? Not like, really. no. yeah, I mean, it's definitely like as the company or whatever that runs IS, like, I definitely don't have any form of respect or want to use anything of theirs because of shit like that. Like, I don't want that to become like the new norm for everyone to think that that's like okay to do and start trying to practice. Mm -hmm. what, what does it help you to know that your data is uh, quote occasionally required to share your personal data with our main office in Russia and our external counsel in the USA. Unquote. <laughs> does that make you feel better? No, 
Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, weirdly, in the privacy policy is they've included a ban for under 13-year-old users. I mean, which it's fine. Not for me, with a kid that really wants to create his own YouTube channel. Well, I mean, you can... You don't have to. I mean, YouTube has its own editing suite that you. Oh, don't have absolutely, to... but I don't know it, so it's one of those things where, like, I. It's just weird to for them to be like, "Hey, you know all that potential business and users? Yeah, we're just no, I don't, none of it. Like, and well, and, and and I made it as a joke earlier. There's a reason they dropped all this Friday, July second. You know, like this, they were very much hoping this was just gonna get swept under the rug. No one's really going to pay attention, but nah, that's bad. This is egregious, to say the least. Well, and that's why the cutoff is 13, because they can't be recording kids. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Storing kids recording, so they're like, all right, you have to be a teenager legally so we can fucking hold you accountable for shit. Per, per the European Council, you know, union or whatever, uh... Yeah, very, very awkward. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I'm kind of with Shannon where other, we need options now. I know there's mm-hmm. other options. And uh, yeah, if we could not use Audacity in the future, I'm I'm good, I think. I think I'm good. I did that one link you sent me for that one, that online platform or whatever. Mm-hmm. I signed up for it. I haven't tried it out yet. Oh, Zencaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should try that. We should maybe maybe next week we'll give it a shot. Or maybe just start going through Twitch and seeing if, you know, we can yeah. stream live and then also record it. Live, live, live. Yeah. We can do that. We'll figure it out. But uh yeah, fuck audacity, I think is the so. Yeah. I mean it's just it's I mean, it's just sad that I mean uh, their stuff is free to begin with, right? So mm-hmm. you you don't really have too much skin in the game, but I mean, now to use a free app, you're essentially giving up your personal information, which I think is slimy. Um, yeah. You know, I would much rather have you be like, OK, well, we need to make money somehow um, here. Uh, it's a it's twelve dollars a year for to use our stuff and yeah. your information is protected. I would much rather pay that. I mean, they're probably counting on they're going to take a big hit, but it'll slowly rebuild over time. And all these new people will be suckers and give up that give up that ass, you know, digitally speaking. And I mean, yeah, their their app is is easy enough to use. It's not the best. Um, sure. You know, for free software, it, it does. It does the job. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe I'll just buy something. Maybe I'll buy a different sound compiling app. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, removing software off your systems, um, <laughs> id Software has announced that they're remo- or not going to be completing the invasion mode from Doom Eternal, which, okay, Doom Eternal came out, what, almost two years ago now? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm guessing a bunch of people weren't sitting around waiting for invasion mode, which, to remind you, because it's been a while, that was going to be a mode where you could essentially invade other players games and take over enemies in the levels and they would be now player controlled so you more of a pvp action kind of like a dark souls type feature that they were trying to work in there 
Uh, instead, they're going to be replacing it with a single-player horde mode. Now, for me, that is way better and way more interesting. And guess what? I'm kind of excited to play that. <laughs> that sounds awesome to me. Uh, either one of you, I know either one of you were big Doom Eternal people, but does the promise of a horde mode in that world sound uh, more appealing to you? I mean, two words I love put together, horde mode. So yeah. I'd, I'd definitely be willing to give it a try. Dude, especially like with the whole, you know, fact that Microsoft owns Bethesda and shit, like that would mm-hmm. be on Game Pass. Like, yeah, exactly. You can just fire it up from Game Pass and go. Yeah, I mean, the whole like Battle of the Gods, like expansion pass, is that mm-hmm. is that on Game Pass too? Or is it just the game? I think it's just the main game. Um, so I would like to play the, the horde mode. Um, I think what makes horde mode fun for me though, is, uh, a multiplayer horde mode, like where you could get like four doom slayers, uh, you know, rolling around and like smashing things. I think that would be pretty dope. Um, single player. I mean, it's cool. Um, I'm glad they're getting a different mode other than the, um, that like hunter mode, but, Mm um, I don't know. Kind of took the wind out of my sails. I'm kind of with you where if I find out down the line, this is going to be single player to like four player. I'm down. But uh, yeah, like just a single player horde mode by itself. Eh. I mean, I'm still, I still want to play it. I will play it because I'm a sucker for horde modes, but you're right. Like the best gears matches or the halo firefight when that existed was, yeah. When you had three other people and we're just rolling. I mean, wasn't Doom Eternal basically just horde mode anyway? Wasn't it a single player horde mode? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, right? that's kind of how like, I feel, right? You're like, so they made the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, do you get any cool skins or any extra Doom guys or anything for completing it? Yeah. Well, details are sparse, so we will mm-hmm. see when it's released. But um one other thing I saw last week that I wanted to talk to you guys about is our favorite game that we never finished, uh, Control, <laughs> is re-upping with 505 games <laughs> to make a uh, a spinoff called Project Condor. And I was super excited when I saw that because I'm like, oh, the Control kicks ass, like, even though I haven't finished it. I'll take I'll take more <laughs> more control in this world. Um, but let me tell you guys, it's a four player PVE game. Stop me if you've heard this before. They're making a four-player PVE game. Okay. Sounds like Halo. (laughs) Well, I mean, with that power set and stuff they have in Control, I can see that being a fun experience. You know, and like the look of it and and the style. But goddamn, that's just another four-player PVE. Like, how many (laughs) of these games now? It's getting ridiculous. It's the new hotness. It's the new uh, Battle Royale. Is it, though? I mean, I haven't really heard a clamoring for four-player PvE. And yet, here we are. And yet, like... People are just trying to steal Fortnite's Thunder. Like, anything that detracts from that beast of a game. Like, they're just trying to to steer a ship in a different direction. (laughs) Let it go, guys. Like, just let Fortnite run its course. Like, the the people will grow up eventually, not be able to put in the time. It'll be fine. Just wait. 
or it won't. Like, you know, people are still playing World of Warcraft, but guess what? People stopped making MMOs. Or they made mm-hmm. very different ones. You know, like, vastly different MMOs. But, yeah, I don't, man, it's just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why, I don't get why it's all at once. It's not like there's been a, it's not like this was 10 years ago and everyone still remembers Left 4 Dead crystal clear and it's like, oh, that's the shit. Everyone was into Left 4 Dead, so we need to come out with our Left 4 Dead. No one's done anything with four player PVE for like 10 years and it's like, and not one of these has come out yet. So it's not like there's one there that took the world by fire. And it was just like, oh, we have to do this. We we got to get ours out. I mean, maybe you're right, Jim. Maybe it is just that no one could make a dent in the uh, in the battle royale space, so they went to the next best multiplayer thing. Maybe that's it. But man, I don't know. Just seems uh, seems maddening in a sense. Well. You want to talk about somebody getting in on a cash grab. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if um, either of you are interested in uh, Nino Kuni. Mm. Uh, I like that first game a little bit. But um, they did come out with a mobile game, and it hit $100 million in, like, three days. Like, it beat really? Pokemon Go in um, how fast it reached um, that that revenue, uh, that amount of revenue. Mm. Um so, I don't know. Anybody interested in getting into some Nino Kuni uh, mobile game? I mean, what kind of game is it? It's an MMORPG. Okay. So, I mean, you basic. Uh, what I'm assuming is, like, you have a character creation and then all the gear. And, um, I mean, it's an open world kind of, like, real-time RPG. Um, so, you're just going around just kind of killing things and getting armor. But I'm pretty mm. sure, like, the cool armor sets or, like, um, you know, caps to uh, or boundaries to leveling up fast are going to be where the money is or getting like yeah. playable characters from the stories of the games. But interesting. Interesting. I don't know. thought that might have been interesting too. $100 million in three days on a free game. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's why they're still trying it, you know, and then every once in a while you'll get that hit. Um, Anybody still playing Harry Potter? <laughs> did that, be, that ever come out? Did that it come did. Out? Oh, geez. it did come out. Like I only knew like three people that like were actually playing it, and then I didn't. They posted about it for like a week, and then never said anything about it again. <laughs> I feel uh, I feel like it's been two decades now of me with Harry Potter fans going, just please, goddamn, read another book. Just please pick up another book and read it, because well, boy, are you in luck because there's another Harry Potter book coming out soon. Yeah, but now like she's been uh, making horribly transphobic statements, so everyone's you know off the Harry Potter train. Are so. they though? <laughs> well, they, that's the thing is everyone in public is, and then they go buy books in private. You know? so like, yeah, you're showing her. Like, don't uh, look at my Kindle. Don't look at my Kindle. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but I just I never got it. I never got Harry Potter. I didn't. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know. I probably never will. It's fine. I'm old. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I was 20 when it came out. I still. Well, yeah, I so. think that's the part. Like, you're you're 10 years too late. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I was too old at 20. Yes, that's the problem. Like, 
But I mean, even then, that shit got dark. I mean, like, I mean, you were 10 years old. Like, by the time, like, the third movie came out, you were maybe, like, 13. It not that, like, doesn't that dead girl, like, swim underneath the water and, like, check out his junk or some stuff like that in there? I mean, like, that, sh- <laughs> that stuff gets pretty dark really fast and, like, just crazy in other ways. But the uh, Azkaban was probably the best movie. Because I, I, just so people know, I live with a big Harry Potter fan. My <laughs> wife has a complete set of the books. We've seen all the movies. Uh, I own the Lego Harry Potter video game. It's it's around. Um, but I would say out of the movies, Azkaban was probably the best movie I saw. I mean, Goblet of Fire was kind of funny because like that kid dies and they're all just like, well. Okay, on to the next challenge. And I was just like, well, that dude, like, actually, like, died, died? Like, no one seems to care? Like, that's weird. Like, yeah. You know yeah, the like, Twilight Vampire guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he did. Yeah, yeah, Cedric, Cedric Diggory? Sure. <laughs> you know how I know a, you're a nerd? A name <laughs> yeah, you know, I like the Harry Potter stuff. The Goblet of Fire was always my favorite. Like, that's that one. Just because I also like the ending and how fucked up. And every time when I watch the movies at the end of Prisoner of Azkaban, when he's flying on the broom and he's all happy and it freezes on his face, I'm like, that's right, Harry. This is the last year that's actually going to be school for you. And then the rest of your life just sucks. (laughs) Every movie, it just gets progressively worse. You should you should edit that to have like the record scratch and be like, yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch someone on YouTube literally like edited like the entire first Harry Potter movie but CGI guns over the wands? Oh, and it's fucking hilarious. Like people are yeah. seeing wands just like shooting and the gun sounds. It's so <laughs> good. They did like such an amazing job on it. That's pretty good. Um, kind of like uh, what was it Darksiders? When you add guns to Zelda, it becomes the best Zelda. You know. Like, <laughs> He's got. I mean, and for Sonic, they added guns to Sonic and made Shadow. Yeah, Jesus. That's that's actually a great segue, Justin. Can we talk about some of our most disappointing games? Um, I feel I this this came up because I I hit gentlemen. I hit a point somewhere around last uh, Wednesday when I decided I really don't want to play any more Mario Golf. Like. <laughs> I, I was done lying to myself that I liked Mario Golf because I don't. Like, it sucks. <laughs> Guys, Mario Golf sucks. Like, I'm, oh, man. I'm sorry. You were so last week, but ha- I was. Did that fuck you up so hard that now? Uh, X- XE Golf is like the worst thing ever. Like, yeah, dude, that second level is bullshit. Like, yeah. I mean, dude, come on now. I've been told by multiple people it gets way better once you get past it. I don't care. Yeah, don't it care. is like, level in the game. <laughs> But that's the thing is, I don't care. Like, that's what made it a bad game for me. Is like, it, I didn't have that, like, well, I've got to get through this so I can get to the... Gis- no, no, I don't. I'm good. I can just play online when people want to play online. And, like, that, that adventure mode just sucks, dude. Like, it's just the worst. It's all talky for no reason. Like, why am I talking to all these assholes? Like, no one has anything to offer me that makes it good at all. Like, it's all, like, it's just padding for padding's sake. To It's like, just let me go to the... Why do I have to walk and talk to the fucking toad just to be like, yep, you can go back out on the course. Just let me turn around and go to the course. Like, why do I have to walk across this map that has nothing in it for me just to be like, hey, can I go play? 
yep, you sure can. Great. Thanks, asshole. And so I go walk back and get back onto the course. And then the, and then I can't just go play. The fucking gate has to be like, hey, you sure you want? Yes. <laughs> Motherfucker, I've just been 15 minutes trying to just get the clearance to play. Like, oh. and you can't oh. run through like the town. You have to like yeah. do your stupid slow ass jog. Ugh, so gross. I yeah, I don't know why they didn't just take a page out of like. Uh, everybody's golf or clap hands golf or uh, whatever golf game like does this well, just freaking like, just give me the golf courses. You can't play at the, the other one until you unlock this one, take out that XC bullshit, like just make them all like regular golf courses. It would have sold gangbusters and like people would have been a lot happier with it. Like I can understand why some of the ratings were like, you know, seven out of 10. Or like six out of ten, because that second level is not only um, frustrating because of the uh, the separation in levels, um, but you know you also have a stroke limitation and like a time limitation. Like there's just so many things going on on that one level, and I'm just like, dude, just goddamn, like you just you just threw me into the shallow end on the previous like uh mm. level and now here i am in the deep end like here's everything make it work <laughs> i'm just like dude come on yeah whatever i was I, and i know we're hurting justin because justin loves the game so i'm sorry Justin. no it's sorry. funny because you're talking about all this stuff and i i completely agree like i'm not gonna defend it because it does do that like the story mode literally could have been like a monopoly board you know or just like only where it's just like or smash brothers story mode where you know it's just a little board and you kind of just move along it and yeah, just play me, the just kind of the like whatever. mario 3d world map you yeah, know and let exactly. me run around it. yeah yeah so totally. they could have done something like that instead of trying to i see what they were trying to do in spacing it out making it feel like a pokemon game or something like that with like a town and environment but you're right. I mean, there's only the one toad that sells you shit, and then the other toad that you get permission from to sign up for the different fucking courses. And I will say, like I said, that section is the, like, it, it was awful. That's where Megan stopped playing, too, because she couldn't beat it. And that course is the worst course in the game. And there's just the wind and the rocks, and like Shannon said, there's like the time limit and the stroke limit. But it's funny because once you finally get past that part, you're still in that area. But instead, now you're on the map and there's like, I think, 10, 11 different holes all across the map. And it's like you have 40 turns to get all of these holes, figure it out. And you have to actually map which holes you're going to. And that part was even worse and more brutal than that other part. Yeah, like. And the problem is, in reality, they either needed to make the game more of just a standard golf game, like more of a bare bones golf game, or they needed to make it a lot weirder. They needed to really lean into it. But they're in this like middle ground where it's like, oh, but we've got like fun Nintendo stuff and a pretty basic golf game. And it's like the the mix of it is just like, yeah, okay, and and anything else? Nope, that's it. And it's like, well, okay, I'm out. You know, like, I'm, I don't know. 
I mean, like I, like I said, I enjoyed playing multiplayer. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I actually want to do speed golf again now that I have yeah. all the courses unlocked instead of just the first two. Like I would be down for multiplayer, but I can't I can't be bothered to go back to adventure mode. Like I just don't care. Like it's just and it kinda it's it it hurts. It's the first first party Nintendo game I've played in a long time that has just missed me. Like where I was just like, Nope, no, I don't have it. You know, like even even the titles I'm not big on, you know, the Zeldas of the world and stuff like that. Like when I bounced off those, it wasn't because the game was bad. It was like, well, this just doesn't fit my style or what I like doing. But I wouldn't sit there and tell you that game was bad. Adventure mode is bad. Like it's just straight up bad. And that's that's a total bummer. And Nintendo just usually doesn't have that level of uh, their quality control is usually much better than that. And that's the part that was that was hit me as such a bummer, you know. Yep. So, so that Justin, got... <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna do the tie-in for you, yeah, Zach. Go for uh, it. I was gonna say, Justin, um, what is the game that comes to mind for you that you were hyped for that then became a major disappointment? I mean, to this day, the one that I think I'm probably the most upset about is still Dead Space 3. Yeah. Like, I loved Dead Space 1, and then Dead Space 2 was, like, even better. So it's like, oh, dude, this is going to be, like, the perfect trilogy game. Like, it's going to be so good. And then 3 came out, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I got, like, halfway through the game before I realized I was just playing it to play it, and that I wasn't even really having fun. I was just trying to get through it, and I was like, nah, dude, I'm done. And then I never finished it. Mm. And it's just because, you know, it wasn't a horror game anymore. EA turned it into some co-op, like, pay-to-play bullshit just to try and, like, make a return on it and compromised what made Dead Space fun as a whole. And so it just sucked. Yeah. Mm. You know what mine is, Shannon? What? Halo 5. Really? Yeah, because, like, when Halo 4 dropped, Halo 4 was supposed to be that, like, okay, this is the first one, uh, this is 343, uh, not Bungie, and this is, you know, that first Xbox One title, and it it had a lot of misses, the main one being, like, I hope you read eight novels, and all of this back history before you started this game, or you're going to have no idea what the hell is happening here. Um, but it was still a solid game and the multiplayer was still very solid. Mm-hmm. And then when they were like, okay, we got it. We, we figured out what the problem was. We understand all the, everyone's complaints about four, but five, five is the, is the one we're going to get it all sewn up. And you're going to have this big battle between chief and lock mm-hmm. and, and, you know, there's going to be uh, it's a whole new protagonist joining the fight. And, you know, there's going to be all this stuff. And and man, the story just sucked. Like the big battle in the game is a cutscene. It's not even something <laughs> you get to do. Uh-huh. And, and I remember watching it and being like that. that Oh, wait, this I'm never going to get control here. Oh, this never <laughs> like goes to. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then, you know, the multiplayer was just 
flooded with microtransactions because, of course, it was it was that era, you know, and the nickel and dime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just egregious when it dropped. And I think Halo 4 is a worse game. I think Halo 5 is a better game than 4 just on on its face. But man, was I disappointed in 5. Like 5 was just that like, oh, gut punch. And the, the thing with 5 is it put me in the position where if Infinite doesn't hit, I'm probably out on Halo now. And and I that is a position where I couldn't imagine being after like 3 and Reach. Like 3 and Reach, I was halo fanboy number one i was all in like <laughs> give me the cat helmet I, I i want it all and and i've just now i'm like god damn i hope infinite hits because if it doesn't I, I i can't do this anymore you know it's i it's mean rough. it's i feel it's been so long since uh there's been a halo game that i'm already kind of out like i mean it might just be fun to dabble in but i'm not going into that multiplayer like i'm just basically there for the the campaign and i totally get that yeah absolutely uh i'll tell you my biggest disappointment was aliens colonial marines oh i'm so (laughs) glad you said i was if you had said another game i was gonna stop the show and be like shannon no no it is not because i i remember you after colonial (laughs) marines came out dude like uh yeah like i i remember i was pumped for that game i got home after work i picked up the game i put it in loaded it up that first alien ran smack dab into a wall started clawing at it did not even focus on me at all i walked up and punched that thing in the back of the head and it died and i was just like oh boy like okay maybe it's just one bad alien then you walk into the hangar and the aliens are coming down the sides of the walls. And you're like, yes, finally, this is where it's going to happen. Like, these mm-hmm. things are going to just, like, try to overrun us. We're going to take that Gatling gun. We're going to shoot everything. And then they started, like, just jumping on top of each other, like, running over the cars. Like, there was no, like, <laughs> there was no urgency in needing to kill any of these things. They were dumb as a box of um, dimly lit crayons. I don't know. Like, I... I struggle to find an analogy for how dumb these aliens were. And it, t- it seriously like you telling me like there was one like lead up to a boss or something where you walked through the level and didn't shoot anything and nothing attacked you or something yeah, like pretty that. Much. Yeah, uh, it, yeah the, the aliens were like I said, they were dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, and it ruined I, I basically took the game out and promptly threw it in the trash can uh and even after like the updates it was still a horrible game um there was nothing that they could do to fix that and i was so upset because it was a gearbox um you know gearbox was the head publisher on it um and they just totally mailed that in like they were just like yeah whatever like just get it out like i don't care um i mean graphically it looked good um but yeah that ai just made the game unbearable um and i'm really you know, you know <laughs> there's aliens fire team which is coming out in i want to say a month like, yeah and like i'm worried i'm gonna fall into that same same stupid trick where like oh i want to buy this game i want to i want to shoot some xenomorphs like i hope it's good because this actually seems like it'd be a pretty good like four-player co-op um experience so i'm hoping beyond hope that it's an actual decent game and it makes up for the Colonial Marines debacle. 
Because I, I like I've never had a game like take the wind out of me being so bad. Mm-hmm. Like just punches you right in the gut. Like and that that ruined it for me. Like I was just like I can't <laughs> I can't believe this. Um, yeah, uh, it just is sad. Now I'm sad. Uh, no, yeah, sad. my my close second was uh, Resident Evil Six. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like I was so I was like, dude, I was like, Leon's back. I was like, I'm so it's like coming off of like five and stuff. I'm like, oh man, I was like, they got Leon, they got all these different people from the different Resident Evil games in it. Like the trailers looked cool. I was like, this is gonna be badass. And then it came out, and I started. I was like, what? What is happening? I'm like, why is this playing like this? And why is it like an action game? Like. And I played it for like thirty minutes and then turned it off and never played it again. Um, I've got another one up there. Uh, as someone that loves the old NES and Super Nintendo Mega Man games, uh, when I heard Inafune was making a new one on Kickstarter called Mighty Number oh, Nine. Oh no! <laughs> you, did you back it? I did, and I was very excited oh, for no. it. And and hey, if you ever wanted to play a shitty Flash version of Mega Man, because that's what the, that's what got released. Like I remember playing that initial drop and being dumbfounded, just flabbergasted that this is what it was like playing an alpha build. Just so many bugs, sound would drop, you drop through levels, you know, bullets would hit, and then no damage would register, or all the damage would register. It was just, the bugs were endless. And I'm sitting there going, how how was this something that got out to the public? And I mean, sure, maybe there was just a ton of pressure to get it out and get it over with, or something. But the base game was there. It just needed maybe another year worth of work, but they probably just didn't have another year worth of money to do it with. Uh, but man, crushing mighty number nine was crushing yeah i didn't back it but my friend matt did so it was fun like over like the course of the three years or whatever him initially being so excited for it until the point where it came out and he just did not give a shit about it anymore because it wasn't what he wanted now maybe uh what about a game just in like like uh devil may cry 2 because that was when I remember when it came out, people really did not like. Or those yeah, people I, I knew that were big DMC people did not like. I mean, like. it is on the bottom. It's like it is on the bottom of the list. And when I say on the bottom of the list, most people refuse to even acknowledge that it exists because <laughs> yeah. they hate it that much. So I mean, but was that a game that was like that for you, or had you already? Um, I. Because, yeah, I I got a PlayStation 2 really late in, uh, um, like, I got the Slim or whatever. So, like, pretty mm-hmm. much in the life cycle of the PlayStation, like, a bunch of stuff was already out. So, I actually initially got the Devil May Cry trilogy. Like, it was all uh, already out, okay. one, two, and three together in a box set. And I didn't know, like, I didn't know three was technically the beginning and stuff playing it. So I just started with one and worked my way to three and realized that the timeline was all fucking over the place. (laughs) And 
But yeah, I played after coming off of one. I was like, man, dude, one was really fun or whatever. Like, this is going to be dope because I had heard nothing but great things about three. Like three is like the pinnacle that everyone was like, this is like the best. So I was like, OK, cool. We're going to work our way up to three. And then I played two and I was like, oh, my God. Like, and I didn't beat it. I quit playing because I was like, dude, this sucks. Like, I just want to play three then because that's the one everyone says is really good. And then that was like light years better. And I couldn't understand why. It was so bad, like the second one. Oh uh, wait, I've I've got one for you, Justin. What if, what if I said the words Mario and Luigi Paper Jam to you? <laughs> you could see his face sour. <laughs> well, no, it's because I'm like thinking I I honestly think I like Paper Jam more than um my, the pa- one I hate the Paper most is yes one just so people yeah, yeah. um. Like, because I like the dream one, the dream Luigi one, I thought was good. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't even beat. I don't think I beat Paper Jam, but I still enjoyed it more than uh, like Partners in Time was never my favorite. Yeah, like I always hated part. Like one was amazing. I hated Partners in Time, even though I beat it. And then Bowser's story was like the best one. Bowser's Inside Story was good. Yeah, yeah, that Bowser's Inside Story I think was like the peak of it. So. What if what if I told you, Justin? Uh, what if what if I named a game Mario Sunshine? <laughs> I mean, if that disappointed you, then that doesn't come as a surprise to me. I still love that, Shannon. What about, I, so so Shannon though? You're you were always into like you know your your JRPGs and everything. Did you ever have one where you were really hyped for it and you realize like because it's an it's an elongated timeline on those games. So did you you have that realization around the 10 hour mark or so you're like, oh, no, oh, 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 this got bad. Uh, yeah, I think it was Final Fantasy uh, like 13, the lightning one, the one yeah. with lightning as yeah. the main character. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably say that was one of those where I was just like, oh, this is not what i wanted this character is too whiny i don't understand what lightning's you know why lightning's doubling down on this guy like i'm out like i i don't i think that's one of the only final fantasies i haven't finished um but uh even xenoblade chronicles like the original one um Mm -hmm. like when i when i got to that uh that end level and they were just like yeah there's no turning back um you know you need to be like level 70 at least level 70 to do this and i was like okay cool i'm like level 80 so like i can do this and then i walked in there and i proceeded to get rolled by like you know every other enemy i was just like okay um so i did something wrong maybe i should go back and i was like oh wait i can't so now i just gotta grind against these shitty ass enemies that are like super cheap and like you know see what i could do about like you know doing this um so I've had moments like that, um, but those are probably the two that top the list. I was yeah. surprised you didn't take Kingdom Hearts three, dude. I didn't even play enough of Kingdom Hearts three <laughs> to actually be like, yeah, I was, I was uh, upset about that. I think what? I got to like the end of Hercules's world, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> was was thirteen on the PS three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. So that would make twelve the PS two. Twelve, I think, is the last one I tried. Um. For, for Final Fantasy on the P, on the PlayStation 2, because I don't know if you know this about me. I, I liked uh, 10 a lot, but 10-2 with the Dress Sphere system, best battle system they've ever made. Yep, I was. And so when 12 hit, I was all about it. I'm like, yeah, let's do this, because I'm not playing 11 with this MMO bullshit. So I'm, I'm ready to try that. 
And it was about the eight or 10 hour mark where I'm like, what is go like, this is bad. What is happening? <laughs> do a, do some quick, you know, Usenet searches back in that day, back in, you know, 2006 when that game dropped and, uh, had a bunch of people going, Oh, well after the 30 or 40 hour mark, the game gets really, really good. And I, I was out. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you 30 more hours of this. Like no, no way. So. Yeah. Any, any game that wants, uh, dude, I don't understand how a game can be like, yeah, like the 30 hour mark, it's really going to take off. Like, <laughs> bro, like, well, that, that's a, that's a relic of the super Nintendo system when it's like, we know you got one game for the whole year. So here you go. Um, but yeah, in in today's world, that that is too big of an ask, if you if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I suppose we should stop talking about games we don't like, and we can talk about games we've been playing. Huh? 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 So many games. So many. Um, <laughs> so Justin, something happened this weekend when Shannon came out my house, uh, came over to my house. <laughs> I fired up the PC. And let this man virtually pressure wash some uh, some fences and a skate park. Uh, a skate park. It was a watermelon half pipe in a in a skate park. And uh, that's all it took. He was hooked. Shannon, why don't you why don't you tell us about it? So uh, I am a fan of the pressure wash simulator, um, dude. I'll tell you right now. Like you start off with pressure washing your own van, and like you're getting all those nooks and crannies. And I'll tell you right now, like, <laughs> like, I feel um, really weird talking to you about this, Zach. But like mm-hmm. the uh, the it's the orange nozzle, like the orangish, like yellow nozzle. Yeah, yeah. And like the red nozzle and everything mm-hmm. else can just like fuck right off. Like the green nozzle, like I, you're useless. The white nozzle, I don't even know what you're doing. You're just wasting my time. <laughs> and um, water. Yes. Yeah, and water. Um, But. Yeah, it's just basically you you slap those two bad boys on your your gun and then you you could switch the nozzles to either fire horizontally or vertically and like it is the most like zen garden like time you can have. Like you get out there like uh I think the first thing I did was the car and then I went into somebody's backyard and I like, you know, cleaned that all out and I was like, "Yes, this is awesome." And then they were like, "Oh yeah, well, if you think the backyard's great, like you could do this dude's whole house." Or you could go do this motorcycle or you could do this children's playground. And I was like, the world is my oyster. As long as I have this power washer, I'm great. <laughs> and like, it's just basically you just go out there and like you just I just like walk up in a straight line and get everything nice and clean. And then I turn around to do the same thing. And then like when you get to like a certain percentage, you get that like whole like the whole thing flashes and then it all becomes like crystal clean, like that whole area that you were just working on. And it's usually right around when you get to like 99%. Um, yeah. But it's so rewarding to look at that and just be like, dude. And then when you complete the level, it does like the recap, like to show you how everything got clean, like your path that you took to doing it. And you're just like, that was badass. Like, look at what I did there. Like, look how shitty it was in the beginning. And look at what, look how I made this thing gorgeous. Look at, and like the whole time you're getting text messages from people like around the neighborhood being like, dude, what are you doing over there? That's awesome. That house has been an eyesore forever. Like, it's amazing. Like, my grandpa's gotten up out of the chair. You're like, grandpa, watch this shit. <laughs> you just, like, yeah. blast the whole, like, front window off. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's the game I never knew I wanted, but God damn it, I need it. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it, so it totally is. It totally is that Zen place video <laughs> game. 
Uh, I will tell you the white and green nozzles become much more effective when you level or when you purchase the higher powered pressure washer. Because mm. you can, when you get $2,000, you can go to the store and buy the like pro grade professional <laughs> washer. And right. then, and then your wide spray white nozzle becomes super effective for cleaning like a bunch of ground at this at once and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's, like when I when weird. I clean off the dirt and then I see like the either the moss or like the rust stains, I'm like, you bastards. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Should have just the, done the orange right off the bat. <laughs> uh, when you when you get the rust, you're like, man, I'm gonna spray this shit forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it was funny because I'm sitting down here and my girlfriend the other night was just like, you know what, like um, we had we did a big party, we had a you know it was my girlfriend's mother's birthday so like we had this huge party everybody left at like seven o'clock we were like dead ass tired my son fell asleep probably within like five minutes of hitting the bed and she was like you know what like you know we don't need to watch fireworks like fireworks are overrated like um but you know do whatever you want to do and then we'll meet up a little bit later and i was like cool so like i come into the office sit down load up pressure washer simulator and like it's like 10 o'clock <laughs> you know and i'm like where did the three hours go? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm like it, getting up, it went getting to up that, to close the blinds. <laughs> it went to that beautiful backyard. That's where it went. Oh, that lawnmower, man. I hit the, I hit the chrome on that lawnmower and I was just mm-hmm. like, Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also, uh, when Jan was over at my house, we played some Jackbox, which was pretty fun. I mm-hmm. hadn't played that in a while. So no, I've never, I've, I, <laughs> I bought it from my switch um so that we could you know that i when when we had parties we could entertain Mm -hmm. and i've never actually gotten to play it so it was pretty awesome um playing with you and your wife yeah we we did the uh the bad comedian game the horror (laughs) hotel game and uh i forget what the third one we tried but yeah you know for you know your your wife saying oh i'm not good at this like joke boat like i'm not good yeah, at comedy. Sure. she slammed she slammed some of those jokes hard i was like oh my god that's so <laughs> raunchy and funny at the same time Wait yes go. yes good good times <laughs> um i have a, I, I, aside from Pressure washing and Jackbox. Uh, I haven't really been playing much this weekend, so. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a busy weekend. We weren't here all that often, except for when I was playing Pokemon with Shannon. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what else have you got? You guys have both been playing something that I'm anxious to hear about because it's one of my favorite games. Uh, Justin, why don't you go first? So, yes. Um. I picked up Doki Doki Literature Club Plus came out on console and I think on PC and stuff too. So I picked it up on Switch and spent the better part of today playing it. And I played the original Doki Doki Literature Club that came out. It was a free game. And now it's on console and they like redid some of the art and added some, like, extra side stories and stuff that you can unlock that weren't, like, in the original game. And so I played through, I'm on my second playthrough right now, trying to, like, go after, I'm trying to go after all the different girls and stuff so that I can unlock all the side stories that are possible. But, no, it's still great. Um, It's one of those games where if you haven't heard of it before, you're better off not knowing 
anything about it, and that's like the one downfall from Doki Doki Literature Plus because it's no longer free. It had to, you know, go through the ESRB and like whatever to actually be sold for money. So they were forced to like put in a bunch of warnings and cautions about like the disturbing nature of the game, which kind of ruins half of the surprise. That's part of the fun is not knowing anything about it and then going into it. And the fact that you already know that you're going into like some suggestive situations is kind of shitty and ruins kind of some of the fun of it. But well, uh, yeah, I um, <laughs> I downloaded this game after both of you told me that I needed to get on this and play this thing. So uh, Zach can attest to this. My girlfriend um, like watches me load up this game. She knows <laughs> nothing about it. And she is like, what the fuck are you playing? And I said, oh, it's Ducky Ducky Literature Club. And, you know, Zach told me that I needed to download this so that I can play it because on its surface, it's a very simple game, but like this story goes places and like he wants me to try it out and it's on sale right now. And she goes, did you pay money for this game? I said, well, I had a whole bunch <laughs> of like Nintendo eShop credits. So like it's it was free to me, but like I basically used my credits and she was like, OK, well, uh, I'm going to be in the office here doing some work. Um, you mind if I just like every once in a while, I'll just kind of look over and see what's going on? I said, no, go ahead. It's fine. And, like, you know, probably, like, five minutes in, like, when you meet everybody in the literature club, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She's like, what is this waifu bullshit stuff that you're you're playing right now? Like, what the, what is Zach telling you to play? I was like, dude, chill. Like, Zach will not lead me astray. Like, he is not going to send me down the path of, of, you know, anime titties. Like, he hates anime. And she was like, all right, like, are you sure about this? And I said, yeah. Sure? <laughs> so... Uh, we go to meet up on Saturday and like, you know, I was tell I was talking to him about Doki Doki and like you could see like the vein pop out in the side of her forehead. Like oh, yeah. I mentioned it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Zach had to get on his horse and defend it. He was like, well, 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 like, let me tell you right now. This just goes places. I'm, I don't want to spoil anything, but this game is going to blow your mind when you get to the end of it. Like, it's just going to be like one of those crazy twists at the end. You're not going to see it coming. And she was just like, all right. I'm still not 100% sold on this, but okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so she's begrudgingly letting me play it. Uh, you know, right now, like, uh, she's a, I, I guess, uh, what, uh, once it goes sideways, then I can pull her back in and be like, bruh. <laughs> well, like, yeah, where are you at in the game? Like, what's Dude, the last Dude, I just wrote my first doing? poem. Like, seriously. Like, oh, yeah, then, I, yeah, you're at the fucking very beginning. Yeah, like, yeah, and, I, and like. And her reaction is absolutely warranted at this point. <laughs> well, yes, because yes, at this point, there's nothing weird about it. Like, once you start getting, like, a couple days away from the festival, that's when you start to... Questions start to be raised as to what the <laughs> fuck is actually happening. Well, I'm already kind of trying to piece, like, things together. I'm like, okay, the chick that made the cupcakes, I mean, you can see the cracks in her already. Like, you know, she's trying way too hard. But, like, you know, I'm, like, piecing together, like, this whole profile for, like, everybody. <laughs> Dude, it's, like, every person, like, every girl you go after and stuff, like, you'll be like, oh, man, dude, that story's, like, kind of questionable. But and then it's, like, each one you go to, it's just better and better. And like not one of them has a disappointing story and i'm just like man so is there any way that you can like hit all the stories in one shot or is this like one of those games you have to play through it multiple times it's 
to get everything, um, you basically have to play through it multiple times because you will not get every situation because you basically, your goal in the game is, you know, when you do the poems, you're basically targeting who you're going after. And so, you know, you're targeting your poems towards them and then, you know, they'll react a certain way. So then in other storylines, when you're going after someone else and they're not the focus of your attention now, you know, their poems change and stuff differently because their emotions and like feelings towards you aren't the same anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in order to unlock all the poems and all the different like scenarios and stuff, you basically have to go through the story like two or three times or whatever and target them different people but what's nice is once you go through the game once during when people are talking you unlock the option to skip and if you hit skip it just fucking fast forwards the story and it will automatically stop once it hits something new that you haven't seen before because you can't skip that so that's cool because then that way you can just get through all the stuff you already know what's happening you've seen it before and then it's like it gives you the new scenarios and poems and stuff that you didn't get to see oh that's cool so it's easier and faster to get through it once you beat it once. Awesome. So yeah, uh, I also picked up Loop Hero. Um, <gasps> yeah, uh, Zach hit me up on the Twitter about it. Uh, I think yesterday it was on sale for like nine bucks. So, yeah, um, did. I picked that up too. Now, uh, it's not a game like per se that I've been playing. It's more about like I guess a game subscription service. Um, I don't know if either of you have run into this problem, but um, anytime I try to download something on Game Pass, it won't let me um, move anything to an external hard drive. It only wants me to download it to my like the main hard drive on my computer. Like, mm. is there a way around that? Like, I mean, it from what I I've read know. on the internet, it says like uh, you can you know go into your settings and like one by one move games, but it's not always a hundred percent guaranteed that they'll let you do it. Oh, weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that, to be honest. Yeah, I've only ever done Game Pass through the Xbox. Mm, okay. Well, if anybody out there in our uh, listenership knows, hit me up, please. <laughs> so did you, how much have you played of Loop Hero? Not much. Like, I basically got to, like, the title screen to make sure that it had downloaded, and then I went back to <laughs> okay. Power Washer Simulator. You're like, damn, though, this music. The soundtrack <laughs> is banger dude that's still i think of the it year is. so far that is like the best soundtrack i think i've heard it's mm. uh it's pretty it's pretty insane how good it is like it has no right being that good like i mean is it more of a surprise at how good it's gonna be like when i played subnautica for the first time and like you dump it, jump into like that like water night water scene and like that techno music's playing and like you're just like yeah i'm vibing out like <laughs> like blowing a dark fish like, yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be more surprising of you're going to sit there and play it and then you're going to look and it'll have been four hours later and you're <laughs> mm-hmm. going to be like, I feel like I've accomplished nothing per se, but at the same time, I've done so much and time has flown by. Yeah, hmm. I, I think that's pretty accurate. No, why isn't this game on the Switch? And you're going to spend half the time going like, I'm not really doing anything. I should be doing something else while I do this. Oh, I got to do something again. Uh, but I'm not really doing anything. I should do something. Oh, wait, I got to do something else. Like, it, it just, yeah. 
you're going to be sitting there going, like, why the fuck do I have five vampire mansions in my hand? Like, I don't need five of these. And then you're going to go into your deck and remove them all because you're like, this is just filler at this point. Hmm. Interesting. I'll give it a but, try. Good. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, everything is going to go straight out the window if they take Power Washing Simulator and they put it on VR. <laughs> you will never see me again, ever. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but besides um, Doki Doki, the only other thing I've played this week was, you know, I did, I actually beat Story Mode on Mario Golf. And like I was saying, that that one course was awful. And then the one thing after it was even worse. And it took me like three tries to finally do it. And I did it. But after that, it's not that bad. Like, the other courses and stuff are awesome. Like, I like the desert, except the desert has one or two holes on it where if you hit your ball into this certain part, you basically have to pick up your ball. It's, like, such a deep gulch that you cannot hit it upward high enough, at least I couldn't, to get it out. So I'd get, like, a triple bogey or whatever, and I'm just going to fucking pick my ball up at this point. Like, this is a dead run. <laughs> um, but then besides that, like, I really like the forest and then Bowser's thing. I was really interested, like, the end to me came up really quick after beating it like you kind of like fight the scene it's like okay and it rolled credits and i was like that was it and i kind of expected i was like all right well i assumed after beating it that it would unlock maybe like you know one last course or something that's like yeah. the hardest of the hard like for me to do it's like a comp like a compilation of everything together like all at once and there wasn't any of that and it's like yeah if you continue you're gonna basically start right before the final fight or whatever again i'm like really so, all right, I guess. Like, but you're right. I wish they kind of had streamlined it a little bit. Besides that, I just kept playing through, uh, kind of the solo mode, whatever, trying to do my best on the courses, trying out because you can't use your minis on those. So I was trying out all the different characters, seeing who I liked. And as much as I hate it, the person I did the fucking best with was Luigi. <laughs> and I know, disgusting. But it's like, I tried Toad. Toad's really good, too. Toad's probably my second main. But so far, like, across all the courses for the high scores, it's Luigi. And I'm like, dude, I feel like a disgusting Luigi player, but damn it if he's not good. Gross. It's gross. Uh, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How about talk about some Loki spoilers? <laughs> I'm ready for some Loki spoilers. Yeah, because that was a hell of an episode. So if you have not watched Loki, thank you for listening. We appreciate it, of course. And uh, smash that like and subscribe button, bro. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, episode four was upon us. And what an episode it was. Holy shit, things went down during that episode. Shannon over there worried that they're not going to be able to fit everything in. <laughs> you know, like I, I was worried. Uh, I still, I don't know. I, I don't know how this is going to pan out. And uh, I was a little shocked at the end. Um, Cause I was like, if this is a swung song for Tom Hiddleston, so he gets to say his goodbye in the Marvel universe the way that he wants to, mm -hmm. this is a shitty way for him to go out. <laughs> you know? Well, um, but then, you know, we get the stinger at the end that he's mm -hmm. not out. But I mean, when when Mobius and Loki both get pruned in the course of this episode, my jaw was on the damn floor. Like, holy shit. What? What? 
what is going on now? Yeah, and Mobius didn't even go out like fighting. He just went out like saying some like oh, what what. Maybe he owned a jet ski, like, and that was like the last thing he said. Like, that's yeah. how you want to go out. <laughs> well, but you got to think he's not done. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, now with Loki waking up in like this other dimension again, like, you know, what does that say about everybody else who's been uh, pruned? You know. Well, yeah. So my assumption is after like watching that, basically, like when you get pruned. I'm assuming you get sent to, I'd almost say, like, the, the branches that they reset and stuff. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's where you go, is you go in, like, a disattached branch from the main timeline. And that's, That seems to be the case. And so, yeah, it's like the Isle of, like, Misfit Toys, basically, is, like, where everyone gets sent into, like, their own, own like, variant, like, realities and stuff. Um, well, I, one of the funniest things to me was, yeah, in the post credit scene, in this group chat I'm in, everyone was, like, talking about, you know, because the fact all the other alternate Lokis or whatever mm-hmm. show up at the end. And my friend Brandon goes, he's like, yeah, dude, it's so crazy that one of them's a dog. And my mm-hmm. friend's like, you mean alligator? And he's like, that wasn't a dog? Oh, and he, like, funny. posts the picture, and I'm like, dude, did you know this thing's clearly a fucking alligator? Like, <laughs> I was like, in Florida, they maybe call them dogs, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, it's clearly this alligator wearing a Loki helmet. So, I I like that we got, you know, Marvel classic looking Loki. Mm-hmm. And then essentially, like, was what they call it, boastful Loki, but it had a Thor hammer look like. And then kid Loki, which keeps the young Avenger streak alive. Every series has introduced Young Avengers members so far. Um, but yeah, I. so what do we think that area is? Because you see, like, destructed Stark Tower in the background and all that. Is that potentially the reality where Loki won? That's what I'm thinking. And, like, I watched some different videos or whatever, like, breaking stuff down. That was one of their theories or whatever, that that's not like Avengers Tower or whatever that it's like sorry so that's like one of it could be a branch or whatever yeah where like they didn't save New York or something like that Mm -hmm. but the which leads me to my other question do we think that um the TVA because what I thought was hilarious was as soon as the uh, the timekeepers showed up on screen. It was like, oh, those are so fake. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, my thought was, please don't be real. Like, don't pass that off as like real things because those look awful. And then, yeah, the head flies off one, and you're like, oh, okay, this is some Wizard of the Oz, Wizard of Oz bullshit. Um, maybe the leader of the TVA is like the Loki that wins. That's that's one theory I got because they. If you go back to episode one, the big thing with Loki that, you know, Mobius breaks down is he wants control. And it's like, well, there's no bigger control than leading the TVA. And that would make sense why he wants to root out all the other Lokis, because they they're losers, essentially. 
So he needs to be the only one. He and and that's the other thing they keep going back to is the strongest Loki, the smartest Loki, the best Loki. Um, and it's like, well, you know who else would have that drive? The actual best Loki, <laughs> the one that yeah. would the whole thing and would want to root everyone out. So that's that's kind of where I'm thinking this is going now that we're not going to get like Kang or Immortus or any of these like crazy theories I'm seeing shown around because. To Shannon's point, week after week, if we've learned anything from Scarlet Witch and and uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that big, huge, it, it, you know, twist just isn't coming. It's just not, you know, like and so. But if the big twist was, hey, guess what? It's a Loki like that would fit. That wouldn't be a mind shattering twist and be like, oh, yeah, another Loki. You've introduced seven so far. So, like, yeah, I get it. You know, like it's it, it wouldn't be crazy to me. What do, you, what do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I think that's just my question is who is running the TVA, um, you know, and I just don't know. Uh, I mean, it would be fitting if it was another Loki. Um, it would make sense. And then it would kind of put Sylvie off the hook because she doesn't go by Loki, right? She's just, you know, she's kind of her own thing. She wants to be mm. her own thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I don't want to give Marvel too much credit. I just kind of feel like they're slapping these things together. I mean, like, they're putting a good coat of polish on it. But... You say that week after week, and I don't understand. You've given no proof to say that other than I just feel like they're doing that. I mean, I don't have anything else to say. I mean, ultimately, like, I think it's if you like, you don't think they've had this shit plotted out for years. Because I do like really like, I mean, like, I just I don't think that, you know, I think that if they had stuff planned out more in detail, that they would have had bigger twists to these shows like in WandaVision. I think they would have gone a little bit more into like the Mephisto region and like had something that was more, uh, you know, of a tie-in to the Doctor Strange movie. Um, and I, I think the same thing is, is with this one. I think, you know, if uh, I think that they did a, a good job putting out a quality show. I think the end payoff is not going to hit as hard as I would like it to, which, give, which is why I say what I say every week. But, well, it, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, that's um, one of the other things I've kind of come to realize with the end of WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, I mean, a lot of the disappointment I feel like that's come from both of those was people's theories and overhyping of stuff, getting your hopes up for something. Mm-hmm. When the reality of both of those shows is by the end of it, it's in no way really impacts the Marvel movies. Like, someone who didn't watch, like, WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, going into Scarlet Witch or Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, like, whatever, won't really have, like, missed out on anything. Like, them not watching those shows, I don't think they'd be any worse off than watching the shows. Like, they... Doctor Strange, they might introduce Wanda's kids or something like that. Like, that might be, like, a plot point. But I don't think you have to watch the shows in order to have it continue with the movie timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that, to Justin's point, that's something 
I've learned through this is the movies are still very important to them and they don't want to give, they don't want to take away too much of the shine from the movies proper by putting a bunch of stuff in these shows. But I think they're doing a much better job of interlacing all of this stuff with the movie universe to, to hopefully make those movies a better experience um, yeah. or more well-rounded experience, but without taking away anything from them necessarily. Um, quick check. Anyone, are you renting uh, Black Widow? We, we Yes, from... I'm going to rent it and watch it in the comfort of my own home. Yeah, I think I'm going to try. We haven't decided yet if we're renting or going to the movie theater. I'm voting movie theater, but my wife may have other plans with a watch party type environment. So uh, regardless, I'm planning on watching it. We can have that to discuss next week. We will have episode five to discuss next week when we uh, get to see where the hell Loki wound up and what what's going on there and uh, get to see Sylvie crack some skulls and try to figure out what's going on in her timeline. Um, but I guess that would be our show for the week. Justin, why don't you go whoa, ahead? Whoa, and, whoa, 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 whoa. I did watch another movie that I oh. didn't want to talk about. All right. Go for it. The tomorrow war. Chris. Pratt. <laughs> Dude, That's they've been advertising Amazon. that thing like a motherfucker on like Hulu and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. every ad is just the tomorrow war. Um, look, I'll tell you right now, it feels like two movies. It feels like two separate movies that are taped together in the middle and just kind of run out. Like they were like, okay, we can make this like a part one and a part two. And then people were like, yeah, but there's no guarantee that we're going to get part two. If part one sucks as bad as this one does. So, so it's like, it's a good movie. It's a good, um, like plot, um, idea, but you don't feel any type of emotional connection to any of the characters or between any of the characters, um, which is a bummer because the monsters are straight up nightmare fuel um, in this movie. Like the 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 beasts that we're fighting the war against are terrifying. Like they have a legitimate, um, you know, fear factor to them. Um, but yeah, I, I just I wish um that it didn't it didn't follow it was like there was like a lot of ebbs and flows so like you start off the movie maybe like a good 10 minutes in you're like right at like you know this is what's going on this is why people are doing this um why they're enlisting in the war go like and then you know you get to see everybody's like shtick why they're there why they're going you find out that they only have to be there for seven days and then the movie kind of like, you know, ramps up again. And then it like the dude comes back and it's like a low point again. You're just like, whoa, OK, like like there's a lot that happened there for us to unpack. Like, let's kind of work this out. And then all of a sudden it's like back up to 11 again. And it's like you're in like a totally different movie doing a totally different um, objective. Um, J.K. Simmons is still ripped as hell. Like, I mean, he turns around and you're just like, God damn, like this dude's like 65 and like, he's like smashed. Like he looks like, like, what was it? What's the dude from invincible Omni-Man? He looks like Omni-Man like bro. Mm -hmm. Like 
get off the HGH for a minute. Um, but yeah, it, I wish it was better. I also did want to see um, that Ubisoft movie that came out this week, uh, Werewolves Within. Um, but it's still six ninety nine on um, on Amazon, so I think I might wait a little bit. It's got the chick from the AT and T commercials in it, and uh, the, there's a guy in the Tomorrow War that also plays the sheriff in um, Werewolves Within. So yeah, that, that sounds like about six dollars too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, I'll wait a little bit longer to to watch that one, but I I'll tell you, I I am interested in it. It's kind of like a Knives Out like style with a little bit more comedy. Cool. Yeah. Justin, take us out of here. You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. And spoiler section on our Discord, we got some Loki chat going on there. So if you're into that kind of stuff and you're caught up, Head on over to the Discord, talk with us about it, talk about whatever, and we got a lot of other channels, people discussing stuff and usually posting disgusting food and drink. So come hang out with us, and if you're listening on iTunes, give us a review. Let us know what you think. Uh, And uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey guys, go be great.